0: You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same.
1: Welcome back, folks. This is Justin Reckla, your host of Incorporating Superpowers and Today we're going to tackle a topic that, um, you know, I think there's a lot of people in the world that are looking out and seeing things that, you know, perspective, reality, mental health, uh, whether it be applied to race relations or gun control or you pick a topic, it really really doesn't matter. But I think if you're paying attention, I I think you'll, you'll see that across the board, across the globe, in every community, in every industry we're starting to see that us as human beings are evolving and that the tools that we had that got us to where we're at are also starting to evolve as well. And so my get, my guest today is Dr. Tony Ortega. He is a clinical psychologist. He is written a book, uh, or actually he's on his third book, uh, recently left, uh, his UK book tour um, because of COVID, um, and all crazy whatnot. And today we're going to be talking about beyond psychology. Um, he's Tony's identified all sorts of discrepancies and issues within and problems within the industry and what it needs to do to evolve so we can move forward as, as a species. Um, this is really, really important stuff. So Tony, welcome to the show today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited.
1: This That's is I think, we're Yeah, this is this is going to be something. So talk talk to me a little bit. I one first off, I love the name of your book. Um, you you have a picture of it. There. You got to hold yes, it up I for the, I have it right, right? here. Yeah. Right there. Okay. So, are you here yet? How for those of that are, can't see it. It's Are you here yet? How to shut the fuck up and show up for yourself. Now it says how to STFU. Yeah, exactly. And show up for yourself. <laughs> um, but we all know what that means. Uh, I, I, think, I think that is such a um, brilliant topic because I, it's like, how do you shut up, but how do you show up, right? It's that internal work, right? So let's just start the ball rolling, Tony. You're, you, how long have you been a clinical psychologist?
0: I have been in mental health for t- going on 28 years this summer in August, and I have been a professional psychologist now for the past
1: 12. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, a little bit of background in this. What, 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 are, what are some of the issues that you're seeing in the industry as, as it, as it relates to what we're seeing going on in the world and us as individuals?
0: Well, I think you know, and and in the subtitle of, of my my newest book, um, you know, I think sometimes, and this doesn't go for everyone. This doesn't apply to everyone, but I think that sometimes we talk too much and we don't take enough action. So that subtitle was kind of a jab to the psychological world and to the self-help world as well, because as we were talking off the air, I, you know, I have a leg in both between my writing career and my psychological practice. You know, we spend too much time talking about something and not enough showing up, taking action, taking that, that direction that we want so we could be in that space of our fullest self at any given time.
1: Yeah. I I really like that. You know, it's, um, there's a lot of talk in the self-help industry and the personal development industry, right? There's a lot of talk. And when you pull the curtain to the side and you look behind the curtain of who's delivering the information, you see that they're just as jacked up as you are. Now, does that discredit the information? I don't think it does.
0: Absolutely not. I think how the person delivers the message is a whole other story.
1: Absolutely. And, I, and I'm going to throw this into the mix as well, is that at some point, unless the person starts to evolve and fix what you see behind the curtain, right, then the message can get watered down because obviously they're not doing the work.
0: Or or the message is also delivered in a way that is not really meant to be like uh, law of attraction is just so popular in the self-help world. My God, most people take these theories and People think that they could, uh, you know, visualize and attract, you know, a million dollars or something. And it's just, that's just not how it works. And, you know, if you grasp the tr- you know, to get with law of attraction, if you get the real nature of it, it's really cognitive behavioral psychology evolved to the next level.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, but there's, there's a level beyond that. And, and, and I think that's what we're talking about here is is that beyond psychology conversation of yes, thoughts become things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, well, I was thinking about a million dollars and a million dollars. No, sh-. you have to like, there's so much work that you have to do in showing up in your own mind, your own life, battling all the stories, all the fears. You're like, well, I'm, I, I did that. I, I've been through the fears. Have you? Then how come you're not manifesting? Then, right? Because there gets a point that you can only, that only takes you so far. Mm-hmm. right and then it becomes a new hell loop unless you dig down deeper so how do we move how do how do we move beyond that what what are your recommendations what do you sh- what do you suggest
0: i think you know I, I was thinking about this how medical science has evolved you know we have new treatments we have new medications things with less side effects yet the psychological world hasn't evolved quite as rapidly as the medical world you know, my former job before I was working on my own in my practice, um, was that very mentality of like, if you disclose any personal information to a client, you are considered a heathen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want my clients to relate to me. I want to model that behavior that they then can take to the outside world, And that's, that's where I think psychology needs to evolve to in in less of, you know, less of a, you're on the doctor kind of thing to we're in this together.
1: This is, this is, I want want to pause right here, Tony, because this is a great, great segue. We're going to, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, But right now we're talking to uh, Tony or Dr. Tony Ortega about beyond psychology. Tony, where can people go find uh, more information about you before going break?
0: On my website, com or social media, Dr. Tony Ortega. Don't spell out the word doctor, it's just DR.
1: Fantastic. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back as we dive more into this conversation. So make sure you continue listening and make sure you go check out Tony's website. We'll be right back.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you
1: Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Dr. Tony Ortega, and we were talking right before the break about just some of the problems that we're seeing in the industry, not only in psychology, but in, in the self-help industry and how we have to move beyond just talking about these philosophies and we have to dive into it. I mean, I know from my my, my, my experience and what we've seen in, in the due diligence side of the house, because we also run a corporate counterintelligence firm, and, and what we see in, in the work that we do there is that there's a lot of people that are just selling these concepts and it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of feel good. And as soon as you leave the hype and you leave the event, you go back to feeling shitty again because there's no actual work being done. There's nothing actually held, being held accountable. And the people that are delivering the messages are being put up on a pedestal and it becomes a rah-rah event, right? I wrote an art I wrote an article of you know jumping across the chasm. And there's nothing wrong with pitching your tent in that feel good space just own the fact that you've pitched a tent in the feel good space and you're not really going to grow beyond that mm-hmm. so and i loved what you were talking about at the very beginning of the conversation here is it's got to evolve and you talked you were talking about how doctors were held to strict you know practices of not divulging anything personal and, and what that looks like. So talk to me a little bit more about these solutions what do we need to bring in? What are the, what are the light workers, the healers, the coaches, the mentors, the people in the personal development industry and the psychology space, what needs to be happening for us to truly start having an impact? What needs to be brought to the table?
0: Well, for the psychological world, I'll say authenticity and some level of transparency, our it's really great to spot out all of these theories by Freud and Maslow and this, that, and the third. But if I don't give my client a practical way to apply this into their own lives, into their own evolution, those theories just stay that. They're just theories. They stay in that tent that you were talking about. Mm. On the flip side, while the self-help world does pretty good about transparency, they also are way too preoccupied with two things, making money and social media likes.
1: Mm.
0: Now, I am not against making money. I, 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 during this whole coronavirus quarantine, I've been blessed that I've continued to work all of this stuff. My staff have all been paid. You know, I'm very, I, I'm all about making money, but when money becomes the priority over human life, over authenticity, over, you know, being that catalyst for change for people, we have a problem. And the same thing with, and and with the uh, social media stuff, connects to the whole authenticity and transparency, because like you said, I've pulled the curtain on a few of these big self-help authors. And can I just tell you the disaster that's behind that green curtain?
1: Uh, it's um, I, I see so many people that are out there, like, you know, um, selling things and, and while their overall message is good from a whole, what, what what I call a whole person concept, right. Is there's a lot of people in in that self-help industry that are kind of overstepping their bounds of, of like, I I shouldn't be learning that from you because you haven't learned it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's like, um, you know, it's like the relationship coach that's never been in a relationship. Right. And it's, 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 you can talk about money. You can talk about this, but if one part of your life is broken and you're not willing to be transparent about it and own it, like, yep, this sucks. Yep. I'm dealing with this. I, this, you know, it was bad. And yep, I'm not perfect either. And up to that that to me adds more like oh well fuck they get it yeah and i'm going to listen to that person more because they're willing to be transparent about the areas of their life that they're not perfect in and they're willing to connect with people at different levels rather than just meeting with the ones that just want that want to focus on this and we see that a lot for those that are focused on how many times how many people can i put into my sales funnel (laughs) you were watching that folks the eyes just rolled into the back of his head it
0: it almost (laughs) caused a seizure let me tell you so (laughs) strong you know i could not agree with you more you know not to toot my own horn but like please
1: toot your own horn
0: okay uh but one of the things (laughs) i struggle with so i'm a 52 year old gay man i'm single at the moment I struggle with body image issues. I was always overweight growing up. And in recent years, I've really jumped into this fitness journey. And people will tell me, my God, Tony, look at the shape you're in. And I still see that fat boy. And I am and very transparent. I'm like, y'all can say what you want. But there are times where that, that ego, that, that I call him the resident in the basement, that's all that fear and all that <laughs> crap that we accumulated throughout our lives. That resident um, creeps up and says, you're still fat, you're still not attractive, you're still going to be single. And I'm transparent about that. But here's here's where I take that transparency a step further. I identify where that's at, honestly, and and, and, and in a very raw way, and I also identify the solution. Mm -hmm. I will never not identify a problem without a solution that could be generalized to some extent to anyone reading it.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's important, folks. That, that this in, in superpower terms, when we when we're working with people, we we refer to that piece that you call that resident. We refer to those as pieces, okay. right? You, you have to pick that piece. It's 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 not you, right? It's not you in your wholeness. It's not you in your highest, but it is a piece of you because at some point in your history, that story got created. I know because I carry that same story yes. that you do around body image, right? I get it. I've been a big dude my entire life. And I've come to learn and accept and love the fact that God made me this way for a purpose. And it doesn't mean that I'm not fit. It doesn't mean that I don't worry about my health. It doesn't mean that I I don't take consideration for my diet. It doesn't mean all of that. It just means that that story got planted in my head somewhere, but I don't let it speak. And whenever it comes up, I give it voice. But at the same time, I stop and ask myself, is that true? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's where most people are failing. And I think that's where most coaches and most people that are in the industry that that the problem that we've identified are not holding people accountable to doing that level of work.
0: Well, you know, and I think part of that has to do with, you know, they want to, you know, and I love the saying I didn't create this saying, they love to put whipped cream on top of a pile of poop and call it a sundae. (laughs) You know, they like I mean, to shit
1: sickle
0: <laughs> okay they like to bypass oh don't feel that way cuz you're going to attract more of that no sis i need to look that demon right in the eye and go yeah i see you but i'm going to go do this
1: yeah and you have to you have to be and get it i get it been there done it i got my own demons that i that i that i still come that come up in and, and and i face but i i always always look at it from how do, how do I resolve this rather than continue to perpetuate that story, right? It's one of my favorite quotes from um, um, Dr. Strange. You know, we ne- we never truly get rid of our demons. We only learn to live above them.
0: I um, love Dr. Strange. He's oh, That's my favorite oh, Marvel movie. I our, have it's,
1: yeah, it's our favorite, favorite Marvel movie of oh. all time just because of, if you're not paying attention, folks, that movie is not just a movie. There is so much in-depth information and knowledge that exists there. I mean, we look at it and to- Tony and I will watch it over and over. It's our go-to. What are we going to watch tonight? type of movie? And the information that comes forward is, is absolutely brilliant every time. Yep. And um, so Tony, we've been taught, we've identified this, this, this issue, right. Mm-hmm. We've identified the work and, and I'm going to bring this back even one step further, because I don't think the onus is truly on the, always on the coaches. Absolutely. It's, on the clients to want that change, to want to move beyond the feel good place. So let's talk hardcore truth here and and get real as somebody who's working in the industry, right? And somebody who I constantly in a a phase of self-reflection throughout my entire day, we're a 24 seven family, we do it with our 10 year old. I mean, this is, it's, it's the only conversation that we feel is worth having. And, um, but for those clients out there that are seeking and consuming, what can they be doing to hold themselves accountable to moving beyond just the fluff, moving beyond just the hype?
0: Well, it's, it's probably the one thing I tell almost every client. And the one thing I tell every client that they want to slap me for, which is, I think we're very stuck on the why and the what if why do i feel this way why is this happening i had a client lovely 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 chap who was a cocaine user and he would relapse constantly and he'd be like but doc i need to know why and i'm like dude you don't need to know why let's come up with a plan you're doing it let's come up with a plan to not do it it's really that Simple in theory, it's difficult because it, it's, diffi- it's hard because it's different from what we're used to. And that's the part we're not willing to face. What we need to do to create that change, that work that you were referring to, is so different than what we're used to. For example, the, my fitness journey. Can I just tell you how scared I was entering that gym for the first time? And my friend told me, God, you know, jo- my friend George, he's out in L.A. now, he told me, he goes, Tony, can you go to the treadmill three times a week for 10 minutes? I said, okay. But I, I stayed 30 because I thought 10 was ridiculous. And that 30 minutes, three times a week has turned into a daily fitness regimen that the only day I've missed in quarantine was one day that I was sick because I had coronavirus. <laughs> That's, but it was so scary because it was so different. Yeah. It wasn't hard. I, had a pla- I have a plan of fitness two blocks from my house.
2: <laughs>
0: but we're not willing to go through that sea of difficulty, that sea of difficult feelings. Number two problem, and it's, and it's more of a problem now, I think. We want everything now. Hey, I worked out three times this week. I haven't lost any weight. <laughs> Mary, come on, you know, it's, it's we're we we have to be consistent in this new way of being. So we're scared to try this new way of being. And then when we try it, we're not consistent with it because we want immediate results. We have everything at our fingertips. I was flabbergasted when I saw that there was an app that delivers alcohol. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. The most amazing invention of all time. Not that I drink that much, but I thought that was like so cool. We don't, we don't have to wait for anything nowadays, but no, you
1: know, I, 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 we, I, we get, you can get anything delivered to, to your doors nowadays. I mean, Amazon, we, what do you want? What it, there it is. It's being delivered.
0: My 70 <laughs> something year old mother loves wish. She, I say 70 something cause she will never disclose her real age, but she is obsessed with wish.
1: That's, you know, and, and this is folks, this is, this is what we're talking about here this is the work. It takes work. You can't just expect that, especially if you've been in the same story, in the same mindset for the last 40, 50, however long it is that you that you decided that you want to change and evolve to unprogram I mean, I started my journey of self-development, self-discovery. I was like 34 years old, right? Met my wife. She was really, you know, I had a, I had, a, I had an aha moment. I got a dy after coming back from, from uh, Iraq. I was gone for a year, came back, had been gone for my kids, and went out and celebrate surviving Iraq by drinking and driving. Makes no sense. I get it. Right.
0: But it was a great idea at the time.
1: It was a great idea at the time. <laughs> right. It made a whole lot of sense. And, but it was an eye opener for me because I almost lost everything. Right. And I immediately turned to something outside myself because I realized that who I was. I wasn't going to see outside of the box. I could only see from within the box. And so I had to seek something else. And so I, I went to God. I looked into divinity. I looked into all these messages. I found people like Deepak Chopra and I started studying. And then I met my wife who was 10 years ahead of me on that journey. And I married my guru. Um, but an, at an first... amazing
0: woman, by the way, if you're listening <laughs> and you. for you, <laughs>
1: um, But I had to first stop and take a hard look and realize that in order for me to change, I had to change the way I thought, the way I perceived, the way I interacted, the way I experienced, all of it. And I had to be willing to come up against that demon and battle it. And I had to be willing to win. And it was not going to happen overnight. It was going to take some work because at the time I was 34 years old. That's 34 years of programming that doesn't just get untangled overnight.
0: No, absolutely not. It takes, listen, if we have some sort of daily practice, um, I, you know, my, you, you spoke of Deepak, and my first guru was uh, Marianne Williamson, who right. to this day I adore. Um, and she says that even five minutes, first thing in the morning, dedicated, she says, to the Holy Spirit, which is a term in Course in Miracles, but to God, universe, whatever, will change the course of your day. So if you just do five minutes, and I tell my clients this, even the ones that don't aren't real keen with metaphysical stuff and spiritual stuff, I will tell them, spend five minutes in silence focusing on your breath. Guess what? That's meditation that will get you centered before you check your Twitter, before you check your Instagram, before you drink that cup of coffee. Spend those five minutes in a, in a relaxed state focused on your breathing. Any of the listeners out there, try that. Let us know how that works.
1: It will change the way you do things, folks, because mm-hmm. you first, in order for you to go up and evolve, you first have to stop and look at where you're at right now, and then you have to decide in every moment, every action, every thought that you have, every engagement, mm-hmm. every relationship, all of it, it's so complicated that you have to decide what do you want more, mm-hmm. your own peace of mind, for instant gratification, so um, Tony, I can talk about this kind of stuff for eons. Especially with a kindred soul like yourself that that understands and gets it at the level which you do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you had me at Doctor Strange. You had me at Doctor Strange, Tony. Where can our listeners go to, uh, to find out more about you again?
0: My website, drtonyortega.com or on any of the social medias, Dr. Tony Ortega. Never spell out the word doctor. It's just dr.
1: Fantastic. Folks, it's time. You take a look at what's going on in the world and it is time. If you feel triggered by any of the events going on in the world, COVID, uh, reactions to George Floyd, any of it. I encourage you to stop and take a look at yourself because that is really where long lasting change occurs. And in order for it to occur in within society, we have to first change ourselves. Tony, thank you so much for being here today.
0: This was amazing.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. we will definitely have you back on the future when that third book comes out. Okay. Um, Folks go, go check out uh, Dr. Tony. Go out there. Do the work, dig in, rise above your demons, and go out there and change the world. Take care.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to
1: SuperPowerExperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.